Hello and welcome to the first ever podcast of the Children of Christ. Uh, This episode is entitled, Should You Turn the Other Cheek, which we will get to later. However, for now, we are going to start with a little bit of an introduction to this series, uh, as this is the first episode, so I'd like to give everyone kind of an idea of what this is going to be about. So, this is a Christian podcast, and it's for everyone out there who have maybe already accepted Christ into their life, or maybe have not. But I hope that everyone here can learn something, and everyone here can maybe have a little bit of extra Christ in their lives, and we're going to try to accomplish getting you to learn something or realize something that maybe you didn't know before. We're going to try to get this podcast out once a week, thinking maybe on Wednesday, not 100% on that one yet, but we're also going to split this up hopefully into different segments, uh, segments uh, starting with things that maybe you'd learn in church, those like just kind of traditional Bible preachings. Uh, Also, a random Bible segment where I have gotten a random Bible verse for everyone uh, to hopefully take a look at just some of the things that maybe are in those corners of the Bible that maybe aren't focused on a whole lot so that you can get some experience with that stuff. And also, maybe anything that you guys have submitted to me through various sources that I hope to set up later, and maybe I can explain some questions that you have or anything about the Bible. So, without further ado, let's get into the first section of segment of today on the children of Christ, because we are all children of the Lord. So the first section I have today is from Luke chapter 6. So if you have your Bible with you today, you can open it to Luke chapter 6, verse 24. Now, if you don't have a Bible, I uh, suggest getting the YouVersion Bible app on your phone. If you have your phone, it's completely free. You have all these different free versions of the Bible, so you can pick whatever one suits you best. So if you don't have a Bible and you want one and you don't want to spend any money, That's what I suggest. It's very good, very easy to navigate. Uh, It's what I will be using usually on this podcast as well. So that's YouVersion Bible app. Usually the first one that comes up when you search Bible in the App Store. Completely free. uh, Android and Apple. So let's just get into this. Luke Luke chapter 6, verse 24, uh, if I can speak. So we're going to read verse 24 through 26, and um, we're going to call this segment the woe segment. So starting with verse 24, but woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. This this can sound a little bit scary. What if 
one of these things, I mean, everybody laughs at some point. It, what do you mean? Am I going to not get to laugh later on? No, this is comparing your life now if you don't take into consideration God in your life. God is the one who gives you bless your blessings in life. Also the one who helps you through suffering if you let him guide you. But if you don't keep God in sight in your life, which sometimes can be hard, so not necessarily saying that if you slip up every like every once in a while, oh no, you're the, all of this stuff is going to terribly come down upon you. But you have to keep trying to keep God in your sight. And if you lose sight of God, maybe all of this stuff still will happen to you. Maybe you'll still be rich. You'll be well fed. You'll get to laugh and people will speak well of you. And, but by not keeping God in your sight, the life we have after this one will not be the same. If we do not keep God in our sight, uh, we will not have comfort and we will go hungry, mourn and weep. And we just must be careful and we have to keep God in our sight in our everyday lives. And this sounds a little bit scary. It is a warning. And we must remember that God does forgive us but not just for doing anything. You can't just go like, oh man, I did this, this, sorry God, and then just kind of move on. You got to keep him in your sight, in your life. And that can be hard, especially uh, first starting out, but that's really what we have to try and focus on here. So that's our first segment. We're going to try and have a shorter episode here for the first time. So we're going straight into our second segment, and this is our main segment of the day. We titled it, Should You Turn the Other Cheek? Um, This is in Luke chapter 6 again, verse 27. So, Bible pay to um, verse 27, Luke chapter 6. Should already be right there. It's uh, You already had your Bible open for the last one. It's... uh, literally right after it so there's um we're just gonna keep going um so this at least in my bible has a title uh love for your enemies and uh by the way i'm using the niv version of the bible uh so if you want to use the same version uh does make it a little bit easier especially for starting out to have the words be the same so once again the niv version So, uh, let's just read this straight through first, then we can break it down. So, starting with verse 27, we're going to verse 36. Verse 27 here. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. 
do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he's kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. That was a big section, and there's a lot of stuff in there, so let's start out at the top with all of this stuff about praying for those who mistreat you and loving your enemies who hate you. This is hard. It's I, There's nothing else that we can make of it. It's just tough to do this. It's not easy to love those who hate you but we have to try because that's what he says is right. And no matter how hard we try, we are going to fail sometimes. But this is what we have to be striving for. So we don't want to necessarily totally just be a like a stomping mat for our enemies, right? It says here, someone slaps you on the cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. This sounds like we God wants us to be this like defenseless person, act like this defenseless person who will let anything happen to them. That's not necessarily what's happening here. So we don't, we, there's a balance here. We don't want to become the person we hate. That's kind of all the way at the end. We don't want to become our enemy. And we don't want to let them do everything to you. You want to have this balance in the middle where you don't strike them back. You don't try to attack them, but you don't want to just let them continue to do these things. And you don't want them, you, you don't want to leave yourself like totally defenseless, but you have to find a balance in God that lets you not stray towards sin, but also not leave you totally defenseless. And this is a hard thing to get. This is something that it, not very many people can get right consistently, and it, it's, not hard, it's not easy for anyone. It's hard for everyone, because that's just who we are. And a uh, little break from all this tough stuff here. Uh, this someone slapping you on the cheek, turn to them the other also. This is a little bit of a weird statement, uh, but it comes from in Hebrew tradition uh, a while, a long time ago. 
you'd greet by kissing someone on the cheek. So that's kind of where this comes from, slapping them on the cheek, turn to them the other also. So just fun fact before we continue. So once again, this there's some kind of balance in the middle. You don't want to just completely let your enemies do whatever, but you don't want to strike back in sin. That's what Satan wants, so you don't, you want to try not to do that. We're going to keep going to give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. So, what I take away from this, personally, is demand. You don't want to demand it back. You don't want to fight with them. And you don't want to break out a huge conflict. What if someone takes something really important to you? You, it's your prized possession. It's your, I don't know, whatever, whatever it could be to you. That is very important. Well, what do you do then? Well, it's not... Once again, it's it's not an easy answer. Um, this is... N- nothing... No, none of this is an easy answer. But what I like to think about is do not demand it back. You don't want to cause a conflict. But you can attempt to get it back. And you want to try to resolve the conflict easily and in Christ first with maybe just not immediately just assuming that this person is wanting to take all of your belongings. Um, Sometimes the case is something that you would not expect. So just keep that in mind as you go on. And also the beginning of this verse, verse, give to everyone who asks you. This is mostly self-explanatory. You should not be too selfish. If you see someone in need, the right thing to do is give them what they need. Um... I once heard a story that would be good to model after. Uh, A friend of mine told me this story that uh, a person that cleaned their chimneys, so uh, that's just a little background, uh, was on a plane flying for vacation and saw a less fortunate person next to them that they were flying to somewhere very cold. I'm not exactly sure where this place was, but uh, let's just say it was Alaska for a second, because Alaska's cold. So they were flying to Alaska, and sitting next to them on this plane was someone less fortunate, and they did not have a coat, and this wasn't someone that had just kind of left their coat at home. This was someone who maybe could not afford a coat. Because coats are very expensive. You know, let's, let's 
let's just look up the price of a coat real quick. So, coat. So, a coat. Just going to Google, looking at shopping. A winter coat looks to be about the price of. Here's a ski jacket. It's seventy-eight dollars. Uh, here's a nice winter coat for fifty-six dollars. Coats are coats are not necessarily very cheap. If you want a good one. Uh, here's here's quite a good one. A hun- only a hundred four dollars. So, anyway, this person could maybe not buy a coat. So, this friend took off his jacket and gave it to him, just as a kind deed. And this is something that I think we should all model after. I'm not saying this person was like perfect person. This was a event that happened. And I'm saying we should. Try to keep kind acts like that in our mind. Maybe you have done something like this for someone. Maybe you haven't. It just try to keep that mindset as you go through life, and you'll find that things that happen that kind of like giving presents on Christmas. It makes you feel good, and that's good. So we're gonna. Keep going here with our verses. Um, we're gonna skip down to verse thirty-six, and uh, it says, "Be merciful, just as your father is merciful." Now, this is very important, connecting back to what we said before. So, mercy and merciful was picked on purpose because there is a difference between mercy and grace. Grace is giving people what they don't deserve, giving people extra what they don't deserve. And as Christians, we do want to be graceful. But this verse is saying, be merciful just as your father is merciful. Mercy is not giving people what they deserve. It's almost it's almost an opposite. Both are good things. It's almost an opposite. So mercy is not giving them what deserve what they deserve. So mercy was like Jesus uh, dying on the cross for us. That was mercy. We did not deserve that, but Jesus did so. Grace is giving something extra. So, grace is like if I were to be uh, like stealing your lunch money every day because I've become all of a sudden a very terrible person. If I were to be taking your lunch money every day, having 
grace would be to not only give you, give, you wouldn't be just giving me your lunch money, but then you'd willingly open up the secret pocket in your backpack and you would give me the money you were saving for your after-school snack as well that you kept in a super secret pocket that I never find. That would be mercy. That's just basic definition, mercy and grace. So, now we're going to go back up to verse... Thirty-two. So now that we have that out of the way, that explanation, so that is sort of the explanation, uh, more of that balance, right? Connects back to the balance. So we're going back up to verse thirty-two. If you if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. Um, this is kind of wrapping up everything that has happened in the past few verses. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Uh, just kind of a you want to love your enemy as you love those because even sinners love those who love them but you want to rise up be a child of God you want to love the those who even maybe do not love you um if you do good to those who are good to you what credit is that to you same thing maybe give what is not deserved that that would be then grace. So you want to have grace. You want to do good to those who sometimes are not good to you. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? That's not saying that you should never ask somebody to pay you back when you give them money, or that you should give away your money all of the time to everyone who asks you that you should give them your money. This is, you should try to do nice things. Don't always expect repayment. This isn't only just for money either. This could be for anything. Just don't always expect repayment from everything you do. And, but love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. So, your reward will be eternal life with God. And that is, of course, the greatest reward one can have. And with that, we're going to go to our next segment. I promise this is the last one from Luke 6. It's literally the next section. There's so much stuff in this, but each segment, I split them up because they're not all completely similar. This is Luke 6, the next verse after 36, it's 37. 
It's about judging others, and that's exactly what the subtitle in my Bible says as well. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. This can raise some confusion. So, do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. So, let's let's make a hypothetical situation. Let's say, hypothetically, I see you shoplifting. Should I just let you go because, well, I'm not the one who's supposed to be judging? The answer is yes and no. You shouldn't just let people do things that are not right. So, I am your friend, so I should then, instead of judging you and immediately saying, listen, you have done something wrong, I am no longer your friend. Maybe that's that's too far, that's, you are not the judge of what is right and wrong, you do not have, in literal sense of the word, you do not have a gavel, you are not in charge of other people, but doing something like me coming up to you and saying, hey, that's that's not right, you probably should not be doing that, me trying to help you not continue to do things that are wrong, that that is good, do that, but you don't want to be the judge of people, you do not want to condemn other people for doing things wrong. That is not your job. That is the Lord's job. And with that, that is the end of this segment. We're going to our final segment. Yeah, had a great transition for that one. So this last segment is going to be our random Bible segment. And I have randomly picked our verse. So... Let's go to Corinthians 4, verse 18. So, once again, Corinthians... Oh, sorry. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 18, which is the last verse. So, let's read this verse, uh... So verse 18, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but is what is, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So this is a letter from Paul to Corinth, 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 not exactly sure how to pronounce it. I believe it's in Greece, Greek, yes, Greece. Um, and it's talking about troubles. So we do not want to fix our eyes on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And while this was written a while ago, like many things in the Bible, I, this is very applicable in our life today. We do not want to focus on the troubles. We want to focus on what is unseen. 
We want to focus on God. For what is seen is always temporary. This is very important. No matter how long your troubles are, your troubles are temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Our life with the Lord is eternal. He is eternal. He will get us through whatever is happening. That is very important message. And this is very applicable to life. So if you want to have bring anything away from what I've said today, this is one of the best things to take away. So, um, yes, that's Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. Um, I also like to say something about eternal. This is just a fun extra little bit. Um, eternal and infinity, as in as long as like as in forever eternal is different because eternal is not in the restraints of time so eternal is almost like being in every time at once so that's pretty cool if you think about it and uh with that that is the end of this first podcast i hope you liked it i hope you'll be back for next week's and uh with that I'd like to wrap it up and remember we are the children of Christ the children of the Lord have a great week <laughs>